This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times afternoon briefing on Wednesday the 31st of May. Russian officials claim drones have attacked two oil refineries just 40 to 50 miles east of the country's biggest oil export terminals. The strike caused a fire at one but no damage to the other. There's no immediate information on who launched the drones, but Russia has accused Ukraine of increased attacks on targets inside the country, including on Moscow yesterday. Ukrainian officials denied that they were responsible. The first post-Brexit trade deals have been marked with a special shipment of hand-picked goods to the Australian and New Zealand trade ministers, including signed issues of the Beano and some Brighton gin. From today, tariffs on all UK goods exports to the two countries will be removed. It will become easier to access their services markets and red tape will be slashed for digital trade and work visas. But President of the National Farmers Union, Minette Batters, has told us she's not that impressed. There isn't a lot in it for uh, British farmers. You know, New Zealand and Australia are are relatively small populations and they are extremely uh, oversubscribed in self-sufficiency on meat and dairy. So there will be opportunities potentially for wine, for some cheeses, biscuits, things like that. But um, it's a much better deal for Australia. Uh, than it is for the UK. Figures show in the northwest of England, the worst hit area, there are 85 electric cars to every public charging point, compared to 49 in 2021. According to industry figures obtained by The Times, the gap between the number of EVs and chargers has widened in all but one region, with fears the infrastructure is creaking under demand. But the Work and Pension Secretary Mel Stride has told Times Radio it is full steam ahead on the rollout of charging points. It's not the case that there isn't anywhere to charge electric cars. In fact, if you look at uh, service station forecourts, 97% of them have electric charging facilities. Uh, if you're on a motorway, you're never more than 25 miles away from the charging point. And of course, the government's putting billions of pounds working with the private sector. So this isn't just a public sector, it's a private sector endeavour. London was the best served region at 11 to 1 compared with 10 to 1 in 2021. Michael Hawes is the chief executive of the Society of Motor Manufacturers and Traders. He's told us these ratios have to improve. This has to be a nationwide shift. I mean, if, you know, if the industry is to deliver what is going to be expected of it in this decarbonisation, it isn't just London, the southeast. It has to be everywhere. And as you've seen from those figures, some parts of the UK are much better served than others. Three days of disruption for rail commuters starts today with members of the train drivers union Aslef walking out. This will affect 15 train companies and see many services not running at all. The RMT union is staging a strike on Friday, while Aslef are walking out again on Saturday with the FA Cup final and Epsom Derby affected. The independence travel expert Simon Calder says the union has denied it's targeted those events. Talking to Mick Whelan, the general secretary of the Aslef trade union, um, he says we're going for Saturday because that's the big travel day and they obviously want to cause as much disruption and also he tells me that they're very very committed to carrying on right through the summer
The Work and Pension Secretary says the boost to childcare payments for families on universal credit will lead to a greater participation in the labour force. From June the 28th, eligible parents will be able to claim back up to £951 for one child and £1,630 for two or more children. Tanaka Choto is a working single mother of a five-year-old son. She's not on universal credit but says childcare is unaffordable and more help is needed. In reality, the situation that we have now is pricing women out of work. We say we want gender equality, we want women at the top. How is that possible when the cost of childcare is so high? We need free childcare for all um, parents, really. That's what the government needs to put in place. Well, Labour says the Conservatives are piling pressure on a broken system. The party says their plans come with no plan to increase the workforce. And you can hear more on all these stories throughout the day on Times Radio.